We're back. Hristo made it back after dipping the intro. Um, everybody's back. This is crazy. We did it. It's like herding cats with all of us, but we did it. Um, we have me. We've got Hristo. We've got Dave. We've got Ian. Oh, what's up, guys? How's everything going? And Hristo froze again. Oh, no, he didn't. Did he? Amazing. Uh, I don't think you can hear us. Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh, well, not without our faults. I'll start with you, Dave. What's up? I mean, we're here at we're here at the season. Are you ready? Oh man, I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm ready, bro. I'm ready. I guess um, now it's, it's really starting to feel like things are about to start for real because we're actually in the week of the match, and um, it's it's refreshing to be honest to actually start looking forward to actually football. Because we've been doing the whole Mercado thing the past three months, uh, it's bittersweet. But as far as the season goes, that's something that we can't deny. As once the matches start playing, then everybody's back in. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited. Yeah, yeah, I know some people have made it a uh, sticking point not to watch the friendlies because I mean they can look pretty ugly. Um, yeah, I think Ian is one of those on that boat. I don't think you've watched any of the friendlies, have you? Was that something you mentioned? Not a single one. Okay. Okay. The only thing yeah. that I saw was that Ambrosia scored a goal, and that's all I need to hear. <laughs> uh, hey, you're better. You're better for it. Um, I know Dave and I watched. I know Dave probably watched more than me. There were a couple times where I was just like, I gotta turn this off before I get all feverish <laughs> about the season. Yeah. Um, but Hristo, um, are you bringing good vibes this year, or is it more are you gonna be the menace this year? Well, uh, with God's help we will be in the top four uh only god and john can help us probably if john doesn't decide to sell everyone in the team and fuck off with the money and buy a ferrari in china uh, but like i agree i i mean you said some people are not watching the friendlies i i i would say i'm, I'm the one of them because i've watched the friendlies in previous years and they are just not an indicator of how a team will look in the season time and time again that shows that in the friendlies you can see in the style of a player you can see that aslan you know plays like this kind of player he drops his shoulder he does this he does that but the form starts in in match day one starts on saturday at 8 30 and that's the only thing that matters uh friendies are here just to you know uh, get back in shape to have some consistency and not to be out of focus in the first match day as far as the friendies go that's it but i'm excited for the season i've missed football i'm ready to indulge i'm ready to be disappointed once again uh, i'm ready for every toxic trade that inter has um i've missed them I think this is the right amount. If we had to wait one more week or, or 10 days, I think it's too much, but so far so good. I, I haven't seen Premier League game this past weekend, but I'm all in for Milan this weekend, baby. First game of the season. I'm here to like get my uh, vocal cords out of this fucking world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna, it's usually we would start you know, a week or 10 days later than I think we are this season. I think mm -hmm. it's because of the World Cup and all that. Um, I don't know. I'm almost in the opposite boat. I feel like I could still go another week. 
Um, <laughs> I, I, maybe it's the way that, you know, uh, we talked about last episode, that the transfer window has just kind of put a damper on things towards the end after a bright start. But uh, the friendlies haven't helped either, at least for me. But, I mean, as everyone said, they're not an indicator that they're not going to – that they don't count for points. So, I mean, why get upset about them? Um, I try not to, but I still find myself feeling bad when interplay bad. It doesn't matter what competition it's in. Um, they could be playing against the Primavera like I know they're going to in like a week – or not in a week, in like a day or two. And if uh-huh. that goes bad – yeah, yeah. If that goes bad, then cancel the season for me. Um, but I guess the real sorry, thing to get into like, what? Did Dave? Did you watch like most of the games this preseason or not? Uh, yeah, I, I watch every minute. Uh-huh. Who did? Which player did you surprise the most? And I wanted to hear more about Lukaku at first before we even start talking about anything else. Is Lukaku the old one, the the Inter Lukaku, or? Has it changed in the past year at Chelsea? Well, um, that's something that we're going to have to definitely wait to see. Um, what I can say for sure is that uh, the first couple of matches in the preseason, he definitely looked like a guy, of course, that was playing himself back into shape. Uh, we saw a couple flashes in those matches where he ran with the mm-hmm. ball and, and whatever and set up Lotaro. I think one of the matches, the match that Aslani scored, that was created by Lukaku alone um, in the same old Lukaku where he takes the ball, he drives at the defense and then he, he, he makes a shot. So yeah, the, the player that we, we love from two years ago is, is still in there. And I believe that he will definitely um, hit the ground running. Uh, as I mentioned, like last episode or, or, or first month is, is softish. You know, we have um, Lecce, we have uh, Spezia. And I think we're also playing Cremonese that first month as well. So it's like, those three teams out of the first four, because we're also playing Lazio, there there should be teams that are manageable for us. And um, I think that's there's no better way to start a season than to get a soft schedule, get your confidence going, get your form going. And um, hopefully um, we, we, we could start start picking up steam by the time we play Milan in um, September, I believe. Yep. Yeah, I think the Lukaku thing uh, for me is another, another of what we're talking about where you can't, say that preseason is going to be the player because he very much is, like Dave said, playing himself into form. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not been pretty at times. Um, I think he there's an adjustment to the way that Inzaghi plays from the way that Lukaku plays that we were supposed to get all of this last summer, but, I mean, he went ahead and dipped and Chelsea uh-huh. happened, all that, all that happened, and now we're back here at step one. But uh-huh. he is playing a different role. It's not – starting from as deep he's not countering as often i mean there are times where he can stretch the lines and things like that but it's going to be different um i think we've seen lautaro dropping a bit deeper as he did under conte for a bit or for most uh-huh. of the time so uh, not as far ahead as he was with inzaghi so i mean both of these guys are learning new ways that they're going to have to complement each other and i think that's just something that's going to take time um but with the Lukaku we know, with how he knows this league, I think we're still going to see goals sooner rather than later. No, for sure. Um, if there's if there's a way to rate the preseason, I guess um, I would say like in general, looking at the the performances um, and the score lines, all the goals conceded, more specifically, we can look at it and say, okay, preseason or not, it's not good. But we have to also think about what the preseason is is literally um 
you're you're trying new things you 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 got new players that you're trying to see what they can do in the system and um i'm sure i'm i'm absolutely sure that we're gonna see a team completely different from what we saw against villarreal against um liche um once the once the season starts and the games start actually counting i'm sure that there's something that those pros they could snap in and okay you know what, it's life or death now because uh the last match more specifically that's what most people were complaining about the villarreal um we conceded a bunch of stupid goals of like just lack of effort um we saw barella not tracking back in a couple of the goals uh hakan on one of the goals as well you know um that aslani lost the ball and they were just throwing their hands it kind of seems like okay they, these, those guys are not taking this team this uh, this match seriously and um i believe that once we start the season we're, we'll be fine man yeah and you know if we're gonna give the preseason a moment um uh nobody else really played anybody none of the teams that we would really think about you know being in top four this season really played teams that were going to show out in mm -hmm. preseason um like juve uh they lost to um uh who did they lose to they lost to atleti the other day i mean that's a pretty that's yeah fifth test um, four nil yeah yeah, lost to Real Madrid as well. I don't know how I missed that. They played Barca. Yeah. I don't know how I missed that. But, I mean, other than yeah, they that, were, they played They Guadalajara. were here in America. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I get shows how much I pay attention to Juventus. But <laughs> they only won none of those matches. <laughs> they beat yeah. Guadalajara. That was it. Um, so they beat Aliga Mekis side. They drew, lost, and lost to sides that, um, you know, are – top four, top five leagues in the world sides. Uh, Milan lost to, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of the team <laughs> they lost to. Um, yeah. they, they beat Wolfsburg, but it's not that Wolfsburg. I think it's a Hungarian Wolfsburg or something. Um, yeah, you know, it wasn't. Yeah. So, but, I mean, yeah. nobody, nobody has played anybody seriously. I know Roma. Roma beat Spurs, I guess. I guess that's the biggest thing. They beat Spurs and they beat Shakhtar, I guess, the, la the latest match. Yeah. Um, but, but – I guess it's it's a double-edged sword. It, it works both ways. Just like I'm sitting here saying, hey, I'm not worried about how bad we've looked in preseason. Um, it's the same way I'm not worried about how good uh, Milan, for example, and uh, I think Roma as well, they've looked very good in preseason. Um, especially Roma with all that energy. It, the place is buzzing. It seems like there's something special really cooking there. You know, they're so excited about the new players and all that stuff. Hopefully that's something that Mourinho can harness and, and um, benefit from. But yeah, um, just like we've been bad, Juve have been bad. Um, I don't take anything away from that. And Milan have been good, and um, Roma have been good. You know, so I think once the matches start, that's when we're gonna see for sure. Okay, this 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 is a team to look out for. This is a team to look out for, or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess Dave, you're the only other person that put some put some eyes on the preseason. Um, who has stood out to you? I know that. We, this goes completely counter to everything we're talking about, about not taking the, the preseason too seriously. But, like, mm. did anyone stand out, I, I guess? Um, well, if I had to have a standout player from our preseason, it has to be Aslani, I would say. Um, you know, 20-year-old kid, he came in, he's playing a very important role for us, which is Brozovic's role. Um, he's been pretty solid and borderline impressive, I'll, be, I'll, I'll even say, all preseason. Uh, the last match, not so much, because I guess one of the goals came from him and he made a couple mistakes. But um, we know we, we know that's something that was going to happen. But 
I'm thinking about it as we're speaking right now. Um, if I have to be Taro, because he looks sharp from the get-go. You know, he's scoring goals, his movement, that assist that he had for that Barella goal that I'm sure you guys all saw. You know, so um, to me, those are the two standouts. But if I have to pick one of the two, it has to be Aslani because we kind of know what we have in Lotaro and we expect him to keep taking steps forward. But the kid we bought from Empoli, a 20-year-old kid from Empoli, we don't know how he was going to react to actually suddenly be in a team like Inter that, that, that has all the pressure and he's playing with all those players. You know, in that role as well, you're pretty much like the – the conductor of the orchestra. So you have to have personality for that. You have to not be afraid to go get the ball from the goalkeeper, not be afraid to get pressed and turn and make a mistake. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely, I'm impressed with him. He has the personality. He's taking the role by the horns and he seems like he's going to be the one that's, that's starting against Leche since, um, Brozo picked up that little knock. So I guess that's a good way to segue. That's, that's our standout player in the preseason, in my opinion. And, I guess that's a question mark that we all have in our head for Lecce. Like, is he, is he going to start? How do we feel about him starting? I mean, I guess if he doesn't start, it is good that we have a backup now, and it shows exactly from day one why we needed a Brozovic backup, and that was one of yeah. the things that we had a massive hole at last season because it would be Vecino there, or it would be – I think we saw Gagliardini try there. Gagliardini yeah. moves, and then they slot Barella in there. It just – nothing worked. and so Yeah, he even played Hakan there, I think, one, one yeah, match. Yeah, did not work. But, you know, once you get someone who knows or – somewhat knows that position i mean he's still 20, 20 years old. yeah yeah. Uh -huh. yeah still very young uh it's only his second season in professional or um senior professional football so mm. i don't want to put too much pressure on him but i'm i'm expecting some decent performances at least early on in the season if brozovic takes some time to get his feet up under him the way that we've seen um Skriniar now coming back his first match wasn't his best back and that's another guy that I worry about getting into form because we're going to need him because DeVry has not looked much better. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be something. No, Skriniar for sure. You could tell that he's not he's not fit yet. That's not an excuse. That's definitely clear for all to see. Um, as, as you guys remember, he picked up an injury um, for Slovenia right after the season. And I remember we all were on Twitter worried that some, some people were saying it looked like an ACL and stuff like that. Remember? So um, he just he's just not working his, himself back up from that. And um, none more evident than I think the, the fourth goal that we conceded against Villarreal, where the guy pretty much just ran past him and you see him trying to keep pace and he's just not there physically yet. Um, I don't think, of course, you could fix that in a week. Like we played Villarreal on Saturday and we're playing again the following Saturday. But... Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that as as the month goes goes ahead, he plays more, he trains more, he's going to regain the fitness. And with a fit screen yard um, there, um, I like our defense. Even if DeVry, he took a step back last year, that's a guy that I'm expecting to take a, a step back forward this year as well. So I think, I think we'll be fine in defense. Yeah, that's going to be something we're going to need, even though um, Inter had one of the best defenses, if not the best. I forget how it played out towards the end. But, I think it was Milan. They they got us by one goal. Yeah, so right up there, right up there. I mean, if you take out 
one Giroud goal spinning DeVry the way he did, then, you know, it's something different. Yeah, but, yeah. there are plenty of Andanovich howlers that we could just count as, okay, if you take that out. Yeah, I mean, even the preseason, we've had a few of those. But I guess Sorry, and I, I see the look on your face. Sorry. You know, hey, I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean that. Hey, hey, I mean, there's no point in digging up bones right now. Um, so I'll get I'll ask a question that can get everybody else back into the conversation. Um, Please, yeah. Well, who who do you need or who do you want to stand out this season? Who needs to stand out for Inter to accomplish whatever goals you're setting for them this season, whether it's Syria, winning the Serie A again, whether it's, you know, just some domestic trophy, maybe a Coppa Italia, or if you're uh, wanting a deeper run in the Champions League, um, who needs to stand out for any of that to be possible? Um, it has to be Lukaku, man. I think to me, it's like, it's a cliche answer because that's our big signing. It was our MVP two years ago, but to me, um, yeah, it's he's it's gonna have to be him. Um, if he can regain the form from two years ago, where he wasn't even the the, the second highest scorer in the league, I think he had twenty two or twenty three goals that season. Um, but he still we went we went as he went. You know, like he would drag us by the scruff of the neck sometimes like some matches like in the Bologna match like last season where we could not create anything a player like Lukaku had we had him he would have been able to unlock it so to me it's going to be it's going to be Lukaku definitely Lukaku and um if I have to do a second a second name it has to be Gosens so Lukaku and Gosens for me um are going to be the two key players um just to see how how far we go what do you guys think yeah Risto I think Lautaro, I would say, mainly because um, we have seen in the past few seasons how how inconsistent he has been. And when Lukaku was at his best, Lautaro was here and supporting him, but he was never the main cast. He was never the main guy and the main player up front. And I think if he you know, wants to be the main guy, uh, he has to prove that. You know, Lukaku left, he stayed, he was um, the main striker last season, he scored a bunch of important goals, and if he wants to um, retain the, that title, that, uh, you know, uh, trophy, whatever you want to call it, um, then he has to he has to be the guy up front, especially because the narrative is in his uh, way. He was the one that didn't leave Inter, he was here when Inter needed him the most, Lukaku was the one that left the club, Lukaku was the one that got the number 90 upon arrival. And above everything, uh, if you were the number 10 at any at every club, including Inter, you have to be uh, an important player. And I think he has been an important player, but, you know, he has scored like 15, 20 goals uh, most of the seasons. And we constantly say, you know, he could have scored more. He's inconsistent. He's, he's wasting chances. Imagine if he was not wasting chances. Imagine him being prolific, um, using every chance that he gets, or at least most of them. He would get 30 goals in a heartbeat. The chances we are creating, the midfield that we have, not losing any single player compared to last season uh, in midfield, shows a lot. And we have upgraded, in my opinion, by signing um, Aslani and you know uh, offloading Vecino. As much as both of them are very different one to, uh, to each other, but we haven't had, as Dave said, a direct replacement for Brozovic. So if you ask me, uh, I would say Lautaro just because of that. Just because he stayed, 
He scored goals. We almost won the league uh, undeservedly, I would say. Um, we crumbled, but he was more than good in most matches. I hope that his form continues, and I know that him and Lukaku work well off each other. So that can only uh, benefit Inter. Uh, I haven't been excited in the past few months, I must say, for the season. But as the season approaches and uh, as the days go by, I'm more and more um, enthusiastic. Yeah, just because, you know, it's been a long time uh, and we have a pause in three months. Like the season, I think around 13 or 14 ends uh, or match, uh, match day 13 or 14 ends at the middle of uh, November. So we have only three months of intense football and then we go to the World Cup. It's a packed season. Injuries, uh, staying off of injuries and st staying clear is imperative. I think this season. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a tricky season. This is why I struggle to predict a winner because if anyone from you can take one or two players from any top team in Serie A, if they get injured, that team goes from being a contender to, you know, maybe even Europa League. Like it's it, it, it's. A risk, but I like what you're saying about Lautaro because we expected him to take, you know, we've expected him for a few years now to take like mountains of leaps. I mean, I think he took a really good one with Lukaku. He grew a lot there. Then last season, he was dragging one legged Correa and 400 year old Jekyll um, and managed to get his highest goal tally ever. So it's not the biggest, you know, jump. But it is another year that I feel like he's progressed, and if he continues and Lukaku can get back, I think you're I think you're spot on there. But what about you, Ian? Um, I would probably say Colson's, just because it's hard to replicate the the numbers that contract your Perisic, as Rista likes to call them, uh, put up, you know, and the uh, the output and the everything that he put up on the left flank, you know, and we just haven't seen that either in the in the preseason. I think he. From what I've heard, he hasn't been as great as people might expect him to be. Like, obviously, not replacing his, uh, replicating his Atalanta form, or even um, last season when he did play. I mean, he was coming off a major injury, but still, you know, um, I think just the left flank now is the issue because the only other cover player is what Darmian on the left, Demarco on the left, and that's pretty much it. Um, so I definitely say like Gosens is the the player that needs to step up, but like. If I were to name anyone else, I would just say the bench. I think the bench has, is something that we've been lacking for so many years now. Like, just looking at who we brought in, we have Mkhitaryan. Um, I hope that Correa st stays healthy from, from the bench. I hope Jekyll's new position on the bench um, might suit him, you know, so he doesn't have to drag his 400-year-old feet across the pitch like two times a week now for 90 minutes. So, um yeah, I would just say the bench, then really the bench players. You know, we know some of the more experienced players, they can they can perform when when they get the chance, you know, like Darmian, uh, D'Ambrosio yeah. to some extent, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. But like others, we'll see. Yeah, you know, I'm one to be wrong more often than not. Um, but Mkhitaryan has not shown me anything in preseason i've not been impressed and i don't really understand his position yet i don't know if it's still going to take a minute to try to get him to play the same position as chalanolu has or if you're gonna push him up the pitch and make him a second striker at times i i'm not sure um i i, I just want to throw this out there for anyone who wants to take it because i 
I don't understand this guy. I didn't understand the signing from the beginning. I know it's supposed to be good depth, and mm-hmm. but I just no, I, I think that's a very good shot from you. A good spot. Um, he's been he's he's looked he's looked bad in the in preseason. Um, he, he looks lost more more than anything. Like he's not sure what his role is supposed to be and um, whatnot. But I think it's it's more of um him taking time to learn exactly what he needs to do because Hakan did have his struggles as well. You know, um, I remember we had some times where we we're like, oh my god, like we're Milan fans really right about this guy. Like, did we sign a, a, a guy that's that we're gonna hate for the rest of our lives? But then he 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 picked it up and he realized what Inzaghi wanted from him and whatnot. So I say that to say this: um, I have no guarantee that Mkhitaryan would would will make that same jump and come good for us. But um, I do think that for now, that that's that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna attribute it to right now, to just him being new to the system, being new to the team, uh, not being sure what he what he, what his role is gonna be or what Inzaghi is gonna use him as. Um, but to me, I see him as a replacement for Hakan. So I definitely understand the signing. I I've I've lauded the signing, and I think that that's something that once we do start playing and then. Um, Let's say we're in the middle of a match. We need an extra attacking midfielder or whatnot. Make just make a quick switch to send them to play up top with Lukaku, for example. He's he's versatile, so it's a lot of a lot of things that Inzaghi are gonna, is going to be able to do having having such versatile player. But yeah, you're spot on, Mikey. I haven't seen anything from him quite yet to be like, okay, yeah, I see why we did it. I'm glad we did it. You know, um, if anything, he's shown that he has a lot to work on still. Um, yeah, good shout. Yeah, I mean, it's not one that I want to make, but I, like I said, I have been wrong quite often, and this mm-hmm. is another place that I hope I'm wrong because yeah. that depth is, like Ian said, something we've been lacking for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, if I had to pick someone who had to stand out this season, yeah, I think it is the defense. I mean, that's three guys, but I think DeVry has to step it back up again. Um mm-hmm. If he doesn't step it back up, you're going to have to look at doing something else to get you through the rest of the season because you can't have a liability there. And you can't have a liability in goal either, um, whether it be Onana trying to still play himself into full fitness. We've seen glances of it. But he's mm-hmm. still spent a long time out of football, whether it's him adjusting back to the real swing of things or if it's Handanovic giving up goals like he gave up against Villarreal or uh, Valencia, whichever one it was, one of the Vs. Villarreal, yeah. Villarreal, yeah, one of the Vs. But if you're going to have either of those guys giving up goals, if you're going to have two liabilities in your, like, middle of your defense and then the guy standing in the middle of your goal, um, you're going to be in for another long season like last year where a team gets into the box and it's a 50-50 shot that that's a goal. Um, You can't have that. Uh, I I need some step up from those guys. No, for sure. Um, I think the defense, um, I don't know why I'm not as worried as everybody else. Uh, I'll, I'll admit, I agree, it's, it's looked bad in preseason. It's taken a couple passes to to just break, break um, to pass through the team, and you're, you're right there on Handanovic, and you know how that goes. Um, I, I'll attribute that or, or, or preseason struggles to Inzaghi trying new things, um, to running the players down into the ground as well, because um, – he he did say that in his in his press conferences that he meticulously picked those opponents in preseason to make sure that the team is is, is ready physically and it hits the ground running. So let's let's hope it, it does pay off. 
let's hope it's one of those things that 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 does pay off. But um, I wanted to say another thing about the defense. I felt like last year our defense was good enough to to win the Scudetto. You know, um, as as we mentioned, we were uh, what one one goal one goal off Milan from being the best defense in the league, and we finished two points off. You know, so um, I think that if Inzaghi can has grow a pair and make the def definite choice that I'm going with Onana, regardless of what's going on, because he is the future. I think we'll be fine, man, because he he showed us a lot of great flashes in the preseason as well. Just just any 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 little simple dive from just going to the floor and stuff like that. Inter fans were happy because we haven't seen that in a minute. So yeah, I'm not I'm not so worried about the defense because I feel like again we were good enough to win it last year. What we were missing was that fast striker and um, also the backup midfield. So I, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, that is one interesting thing about the summer for Inter is the back end of it really put a damper on where you had the front end of your Mercato where you got pretty much everything you needed done. I mean, yeah. that it puts a real big blinder on Bremer and on um, Dybala. Yeah. But, I mean, those guys were – well, Bremer was going to be a swap. That was you. I don't think you were gonna have your cake and eat it too with uh, Scriniar and Brimmer. So if that's what the choice was, I like the choice that we made. Um, I can deal with that. I'd rather have someone who is on track to be a club icon than you know the hot new defensive commodity. Um, yeah. Dybala. I mean, you could could have had him. Um, maybe he gets injured. I don't know. That was still that was still one for me where I wasn't you know, heart set on him. I thought that would put you over the top. You would have so many insane weapons that of course you'd feel good, but yeah. you still have, you, you brought back the guy who led you to a Scudetto. You brought back um, the guy who stepped up in his absence and I, I, I'm not worried there. So yeah, I mean, the Mercato has been very up and down, but what are we thinking now? with everything into account in terms of, you know, season expectations. Are we ready to, are we ready to do that yet? <laughs> I know we're still, <laughs> or do we want to wait a few weeks in? Cause I know that's how some people look at the season. Um, yeah. Or are we going to do the, we're going to do this now. No, I think, I think we should wait at least a couple of weeks um, specifically because Juve are moving right now. Um, they just got Kostic. Um, who else? Uh, they're working on Memphis Depay as a backup backup striker. Uh, I think he's gonna ball in the league. Um, uh, who else they're working on? I think they're uh, yeah. They, they just sold Rabio and they're gonna get Paredes. So um, I think they're they're slowly just moving up the ladder. Of course, they have the injuries with Pogba. They have Cheza. That's gonna be a question mark until he starts really believing in that knee. Um, but yeah, let's wait till the Mercado's ending because right now Juve to me are inching their way up up the ladder so I, I, we can't make a prediction quite yet and it sucks because it looks like as far as we go we're not gonna make any additions you know there there was uh there was a rumor about Akanji as a backup to DeVry and um it's also being said that we don't have the money we're not trying to spend the money to, to, to make that happen so it looks like if anything, what we have now is, is going to be it. And minus Pinamonte, of course. Yeah, the market, I guess, still is. I, I hope the Akanji thing becomes 
something more concrete. I know it probably won't, but that is the kind of move that would give me some more confidence in this Inter yeah. team. I just saw, uh, I think it was Stefano here, yeah, saying that the starting back three isn't the worry, but we're not set up for injuries at that position. Um, I mean, who do we have there like now in backup? Is it DeMarco D'Ambrosio? And um, Darmian, we, we literally have three three fullbacks. Yep. DeMarco, D'Ambrosio, and Darmian. Yeah, that's that's not how you want to go into the season. I'd Even at this rate, I'd take a chair, be on a free, throw him on the bench. You won't have to see him too much. Um, I yeah. see some um, apprehension to that on social media. Um, a lot of people don't think that's – you know, the, the kind of name that we need. Yeah. But if it's, if it's your replacement for Renakia, I, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. And it's crazy that, if, in my opinion, if we manage to um, to get Akonji, because this situation with Dortmund is kind of complicated. Um, he has one year left on his contract, expires next summer. Um, he's made it clear that he's not renewing, you know, and um, apparently they left him out of the squad for the first match, so they want to sell him but they want to get 20 mil from him. And of course we're trying to wait it out and be like, Hey, listen, we, we have 10 mil. <laughs> Either you take it or we get him for free next year. And I say that to say this, if we bring in a Akanji, a guy like Akanji as a replacement to, to Renokia, we're still talking about improving the squad in general, you know, like our fifth was that? No, that's our fourth center back would go from literally a guy that, that was a Bender guy, Renokia. We all know that. To a guy that that was playing um, Champions League with, with Dortmund, he's very injury prone. I'm not injury prone. He's error prone as well. Akanji, I, I, I don't watch him that much, but that's what I read about him. But I, I think it would still be an upgrade. As a young guy, as a guy that could, that's ready to step in, he could play in the right side. He could play in the middle as well. So that would bring some versatility for Inzaghi. Uh, I hope we can pull that off, man, without having to sell screener, of course. And um, as well, um, I don't, I don't want to ignore Aserbi. Um, he's obviously not a popular name in on Enter Twitter. Um, for that little smirk that he made after after uh, letting letting Milan score on him, um, I think that's like that's about the only thing Inter fans have against that guy because he had that that's that wry smile, like yeah, I know I fucked you guys over, but he didn't care. Um, but all in all, he's a quality player. That's a guy that plays for the national team. He's a veteran guy. He knows what what um, what he's doing. And again, if we if we compare him to who he's replacing, to me, that's still an upgrade. Uh, a Cherby is still a better center back than Renokia is at, the, at, at, the, at that point of their careers. So that's how we have to look at it. As long as it's not somebody we're bringing in to replace one of our starting guys. I think the two guys that we've been linked to as a fifth, um, as a fourth center back or upgrade. So that's how I look at it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Risto, Ian, any, do you guys think that anything else will happen on the market, whether it's one of these center backs or if it's another, even what striker, maybe? I don't know. Just with Pinamonte out, Alexis out, um, do you see anything happening? I don't think anyone's coming. Honest to God. I think what Anamonte's going out, Sanchez went. Yeah. I, I I don't see anyone. If it's going to be, it's going to be like a last second panic buy. Um, what I am interested in is why hasn't Belotti signed with anyone yet? As far as I know, he's still a free agent, you know, throw a cheeky bit at him <laughs> since no one wants him, you know? No, that, apparently he's negotiating with Roma. You know, it's been, it's been the case for a couple of weeks now. Um, 
Roma is yeah, building still... a team. Roma yeah, is I building mean, a proper team. They are. They are. But again, uh, let's not lose perspective. To me, all those names that they're bringing in, minus Dybala, of course, because if he does find a way to, to find <clears throat> what a way to be who he was two, three years ago, that, that's that's going to be trouble. But aside from Dybala, um, they're making signings that, that's going to get them into the top four, but I don't think that's anything that us Inter fans uh, should be worried about right now, respectfully. I think because yeah. you know, because Matic, Matic um, will not will not them sell it. The defense is still is still very very suspicious. So yeah, I'm, I'm calm. With Roma. Okay, but yeah, that's to, a year that. a year from now, two years from now, that could be a real problem, especially if they sell Zaniolo and reinvest that well. Like, Exactly. Well, no. The thing is, uh, two years from now, they could end up in an issue in, in a situation where you're gonna have Matic on high wages. Ronaldo will be 33. Dybala is gonna be is gonna be 30. Uh, those are the guys that brought that, that that were brought in for Mourinho. You know, um, I don't know. Um, I feel like they're 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 going for it this season, and as we know with Mourinho, his year two is is there's something going on there. So they're probably going for it this season. I can I can see them winning the Europa League um, until we see what teams fall out from the Champions League. Right now, Roma are my favorite for the Europa League, and I can see them making top four. So I think that would be a very successful season for them, getting back to the Champions League and winning another European trophy and maybe a cup. I think, I think there's a stretch. I think it's very early to say who's winning the, the Europa League. I think those kind of competitions are very much determined on log-based system. And we all know how Tottenham got to the Champions League final after, final. you know, barely beating us in the group stages. So I think, like, something plays a big role later on. I think it's very early on to say someone is a favorite or not, especially with the World Cup coming on, possible injuries, possible, you know, transfers. If someone blows up in the... Um, in the World Cup, maybe uh, teams will try to sign him in the in the winter period. Who knows? But like looking at at a team, the least appeasing team to me is Napoli. Like their midfield, uh, according to Gazeta, for this weekend will be Angisa, Lobotka, Zielinski, which I don't know. It's a, it's a very step down compared to yeah. you know having Fabian Ruiz in there or having Kim. Now against Verona instead of um, Kulibari. Yeah, I mean that's no. very different no. to what we have been used to. No, yeah, Nap- Napoli lost a lot of big personalities. Um, I guess we c- we can we can question and senior say okay, last season he wasn't that good. He's been finished since for two years. Uh, but losing and seeing a Koulibaly, losing um, Dries Mertens, um, and then you, you're about to lose Fabian as well. As you guys know, you guys know I love that guy. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I feel like Napoli have, have weakened a little bit. But then again, there are they, they have signed players that if they do end up working out, that they could they could take the, the league by surprise. You know, Kim is a guy that we were linked to briefly in the midst of selling Springer. So I've done a little a little research on, on him. Um, apparently he's highly rated. Rated a lot of teams wanted him. Um, there's the Georgian kid as well. I can't pronounce his name. I have to learn it. But he looks like a baller, man. Thank you. 
Um, he he looks like a baller. He's very very technical. He seems like one of those those finds from Napoli from Napoli scouting system. And other than that, um, oh, and they're bringing in Raspadori as well. Um, you know, again, another young player. That's not that's not going to move the needle for me in the Scudetto race. But Napoli, they're going to be right there with Roma for that for that fourth spot, in my opinion. I think uh, the latest rumors are saying that. Kilor Navas is also going to to Napoli. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. he's a world class goalkeeper. Like absolutely like the top the top tier of keepers in, in European football, and that will make a huge difference. Considering losing uh, Koulibaly, you know, it's a it's a very step down mm -hmm. for the team. But signing a world class keeper, uh, in my opinion, a world class keeper, even though haven't had kinda. Um, but they're still missing. I don't know how good Kim is. I've never seen him. Mm. Um, all in all, I think all of the teams have like revamped a lot. Uh, we we were the team with the lowest turnover. Like we lost uh, Perisic, and we signed Lukaku for the first team. That's it. Like look at I don't know Atalanta. I'm looking at their um, expected lineup. You have Okoli, Toloi, and Deron as the back three. Like that's. You know, they have. I mean, I'm I'm just surprised looking at the team. I know they have been poor last season, and I've seen like like so many matches last season from them. They were mm -hmm. god awful. Like they were yeah. unrecognizable. And 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 they, and, they, and they just got new new owners too, right? So I was expecting them to be spending much more than than they actually did. Um, they've they've only gotten um, I think. Ederson from Salernitana. That's, or at least that's their, yeah. that's, that's their only big signing that I, I can think of. They've been linked to Pinamonti all summer, and they look like they've lost out, lost out to Sassuolo last minute. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, Atalanta. I, I don't know, man. Like, he, looks like maybe uh, Gasparini finally ran the players into the ground, and they have that <laughs> guy. Um, what is it, Palomino? That got the, was is it Palomino that tested positive for? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that that doesn't help the reputation. I mean, that really goes along with the reputation they've had. You know, with all the play the skinny players going to Atlanta and coming off buff and, and, and whatnot. Up, yeah, yeah, but like Lazio is expected to play with uh, Patrick and Romagnoli in the central of uh, the the back four, which is like probably worse than Ranocchia and Juan Jesus back in 20, 2012, 2013. Like That's I would so argue bad. that. That's so bad. I feel bad for them. <laughs> Actually, I don't because they let Roma walk over the, <laughs> the season. I mean, not Roma. They let Milan walk over them at the end of the season, but that's bad. That's the best that they can do for center backs. I, I, thought, I don't know why I thought they had they had somebody decent. Well, I guess Romagnoli is, is who they signed. He's going to sign with – they're going to start Patrick. Uh, more power they, to them, they, I guess. They have uh, Rado on the bench. They have someone, Gila and Kamenovic, who are apparently one of them is a, is a center back. I have never heard of them. Uh, and that brings me joy because fuck them. They have <laughs> fucked us over more than they have helped us. So, you know, like Roma's midfield uh, is expected to consist of uh, Raspado, oh, sorry, um, Karsdorp on the right wing back, Spinazzola on the left wing back, fully healthy, and Vinaldum and Matic in the, in the midfield, which is. You know, as they've said, pretty decent for a top four. Like who, who's who else is competing for for those places, Mike? 
So are we doing top four? Right, can we do yeah. that if we're not gonna do if we're not gonna do winners? Are we gonna do a top four? Yeah, yeah, we could. I'm not I guess we could, yeah. I feel like you can almost look at the table and see where you know it's the four and then the rest of the pack. So for me, uh, that top four is gonna be us. It's gonna be Milan. It's gonna be Juve, and it's gonna be Roma. Um, is in that order? No, no, I'm not doing order. No order. No oh, order. I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I'm I just said I'd do my top four. I didn't say in any order. Oh come on! You Don't can, be a you can shuffle them. You can shuffle them however you want. You shuffle them however you want right now. Uh, come on, Mike. Roma, the order. Roma no, no higher wait. than third. Roma no higher than I, third. That's Mike, that's but I'm not letting you go without telling me the order. You know that. Like are I'll you keep do, you. You gonna give me the order? Your order after that? Of course. Okay. Okay. I thought we were gonna wait, but all right. I'm not going to do it because I did it last year. I'm not going to give Inter first. Milan are the champions <laughs> till they're not. I'm going to do what I did to Inter last season. Um, you're champions till you're not. So Milan, Inter, Juve, Roma. And I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. So. The anti things. Yeah. Nah, fuck off, Risto. You're next. Come on. Come on. <laughs> um. Everyone else is exempt. This is just Risto because he 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 asked me. Uh, Juventus, Roma, Inter, Milan. Uh, Inzaghi <laughs> being said, sacked. I thought you said we season. were being serious. I thought you said we were being serious. Come on. I think Simone Inzaghi is getting the sack at the end of the season and uh, swimming fucking off somewhere in April and Inter crashing down and barely getting top four. I mean, if that's, right, if, that, if that's the energy you want to bring onto your life, then go ahead. But <laughs> but but me, um, Inzaghi getting the sack, you're, you're crazy, man. Um, I'll, I'll go because you said it was just Risto, but after hearing that, I have to go. Um, uh, right now, as it stands, uh, it's Inter, Milan, Juve, and Roma for me. Um, Milan, we got to give him credit because they did miss out on Renato Sanchez and Botman, but I feel like they've bounced back quite well. They got the the, the big the big um, talent from Belgium. Um, they also got a uh, Pobega that that was playing a whole season under Juric last year in Torino. You know that's that's something that people don't mention, but I think that's going to be a solid player for them in the process of replacing Kessier. And um, again, Adley, it looks like such a neat technical player i don't know his personality i don't know if he has the the, the mentality um necessary to succeed but the talent's definitely there um i think a lot of people have been sleeping on milan but they i feel like they've had a very solid mercato but i still believe that we're we're, we're going to be the ones that win it because lukaku just moves the needle that much more for me you know just having that pace that that physicality in comparison to Zeko, um, I don't know how many matches we watch. We were like, oh, my God, had we had Lukaku, we would have won that easily. So for me, I feel like that's something that's going to that's gonna be evident as soon as we start playing and that we miss them. And then that's why I got us as favorites still. I'm sorry. I just I want I want to see everyone's um, predictions back in the comments on the on the live stream. And if everyone's listening, let's just tweet at us. Um, but. You know, um, we haven't lost anyone significant, and I do like our chances. But we don't we you have. Think, I mean, who perishes? 
Yeah, a guy that was pretty much going to be our MVP last year, in my opinion. We lost our best player last season. Let's 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 not dance around it. Okay, I like I'm I'm you know I disagree on that. Uh, I think he was one of the best players, but I don't think we'll miss him that much because we got other players, uh, quality players in other positions that will, uh, you know, soften the impact that he had. Um, on the other hand, I think the Juventus have upgraded the most on paper uh, this season. Milan have not, uh, but Juventus have because they have replaced uh, De Ligt, who I don't rate highly or as much uh, or, or as highly as other people have. They've replaced him with uh, Bremer, who we all liked uh, as, you know, and won the best defender last season. We also, they have also upgraded on in the midfield with Pogba. They have also upgraded with Di Maria uh, instead of Bernardeschi. I think um, head for head, player for player, they've upgraded the most. Um, and as Mike said, like, I cannot say Inter will win the league because I just don't want them to have that pressure because I don't think they cope with pressure that that good. Um, I just, you know, I hope for the best, but um, we'll see. You know, uh, we will we'll be, uh, be here all this long. Uh, nah, man, we got we got to we got to win the scudetto, man. I'm not hiding behind that shit at all, bro. We we choked we choked it last year. We should have won it last year. We choked it. Let's be honest. And we went. We 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 we. we Brought back Lukaku and whatever. Nah, fuck that. They're under pressure. They choked it last year. They have to win it back this year. It's simple. Oh, We're into. I'm not saying they're not under pressure. I just say they f they're fucking awful under pressure, and I don't believe them under pressure. That's all I'm saying, and I don't fucking believe them in any single match. We've played the worst team in the league, and we struggled. We've beaten like a handful of teams. Not more than three last season comfortably. We were shaking most of the matches. That's not how champions play. Milan have Milan with fucking Kalulu in there as their center back, with fucking Selemakers as their main right wing, right, right uh, winger, and with Giroud as their main striker. They have put fear in all the teams that they have faced last season. That's not what Inter did. Not even the fucking uh, year that we won the Scudetto. Milan with Kalulu, with fucking Pioli. What do you mean, bro? What are you saying, bro? Now, come on, bro. You, you waffle right now, bro. I can't, I can't let you finish. No. what We won the league with, with a month to spare last year. What are you talking about? We walked the league two years ago bro, with a month Milan, to spare by 12 points. What do you Milan mean? Milan have lost a fucking game in three months last season with that team. Give that team to Inter. Do you think Inter is winning the league with Kalulu, Giroud, and Selemakers? With that team, what what are you on, bro? Milan have won I mean, the league with Pioli. That's exactly what I'm saying. You're making my point for me. We choked them. We choked the league. They should have not won the league. Exactly. You're making my point. Are you are you agreeing with me or disagreeing? Because you're saying Selemakers, Giroud, and all. That's the same shit. That's the same reason why I'm saying we choked it last year and I'm not giving no excuses this year. In, in That's exactly, and, and, it's, and, and it's okay. It's okay to expect your team to, to, to win. And I do. You know, I'm not going to run away from main that. Question, my main question is, why do you think we choked? Did we choke it because we were bad? Or did we choke it because we were supposed to win it? Like, 
in what sense do we choke it? I think both can be true there. I mean, we yeah. were expected to, and I mean, not even at the beginning of the season were we expected to. Uh, we expected Do- it, but I mean, a lot of uh, we were written off a lot after Lukaku, and then the team played its way into being in that contention and then choked it away. I think all can be true, and I think it can be hanging over towards the last part of the last season that a lot of players and everyone around Inter was like, damn, we were one Giroud move away from being fine right now. Um, yeah. I, for me, I still, I'm still just not going to put Inter there just because I don't want to disappoint myself. I don't want to – I don't like to put – expectation on something and then be disappointed so i start from the lower expectation and uh, yeah that's just kind of how uh, how how it can be but ian you haven't had a word about your for your predictions i need yours maybe you'll start <laughs> I, another just, fight this big <laughs> i just need popcorn man this has been way too entertaining um i think for both the reasons you mike and Risto said i think the the final standing is going to be Milan winning, Juventus second, Inter third, Roma fourth, and I think you're all forgetting one very crucial thing. This is a World Cup year where players, where players will be playing twice a week for majority of the season with no breaks in between. We don't have that kind of depth. Still, defense is going to struggle. Midfield, Aslani is unexperienced. I doubt he's gonna provide much. Okay, uh, let, me, let me let me give you a little pushback. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. <laughs> uh, Bellinola is unexperienced. We don't have a proper left uh, left wing back uh, cover. You know, Victorian still hasn't really proven anything. You know, uh, strike force. As much as I said, I hope Jeko and Correa contribute. Will they really? We will have to see. I I just think other teams are built better. Milan have it in their DNA. Like this team has the winning, the winning gene in their in their system. You know, they have fucking Ibrahimovic. They have everyone that last season made them. No, 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 no. They they did it on their own. I don't think we choked. I think they deserve to win it more than we did because we didn't step up and because they stepped up when they had to. That's the bottom line. Okay, here's the push pushback I wanted to give you. Um, can you give me Milan's depth? You said they're built better than us like what it's what the depth same do they have as last year but i just can't see them drop as many points okay, as ex- we exactly you said it's the same season as last year but we were just raving earlier in the episode about fixing our backup midfield i, I understand the, the defense we need at least one true defender there but Two. um at least we need the left at least at, 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 left at least one at least one and demarco I'm, I'm sure he's gonna keep using demarco as a backup for Gozans. Uh, a bit of everything, I'm like, sure. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's not like we have to play. Demarco could be playing left center back, and Gozans playing left wing back, or Darmian or whatnot. Um, I feel like I don't think Milan, for example, are built better than us. Like looking at their striker, they have, they got Giroud, uh, Origi, and forty year old Ibrahimovic that just had a, a another ACL surgery. Like realistically speaking, like yet yeah, last year was to me more like a, a magical season almost like Ranieri winning it with Leicester or what Lil winning it two years ago. That's just not it's not gonna replicate itself. You're not Salamakers, uh Giroud, the same people that you that you're bringing up, that's not a league, a league winning team. You know, last year to me again it was more of an exception and we'll see. We'll see. Like cause again 
their highest scorer was what Leao with what eleven goals, ten goals. None of their strikers scored double digits. You know, like that's the formula. They what do you mean with, with a team game? Ex I'm saying again, they won the league with a team game, but. Everybody that you ask will say that Inter had were the better team. They had the better squad or whatever. Of course, throughout the season, Absolutely. episodes happen. I mean, it's subjective. But I said again, when when, when we play them one on one, what happened? We we watched them three zero, right? So to me, we were we were better than them. Absolutely. In the in the match that they beat us, it was literally Handanovic fucking up, Devry fucking up, and the goal um, Drew scored wasn't a rebound and shit like that. No. When we played them one on one, we watched them three zero, and it's not that. Like, I, I understand you could you could want Milan. You could say Milan is your um, it's your favorite. You want to give him the respect as a champion. I, I, I understand that, but for me, I don't want to hide away from that. I feel better than them. I feel like we were better than them last year, and I'm expecting us to prove it this year. But you do forget that we all agreed that Inter have had even last season better team than Milan on paper. Even without Lukaku, and we still do have, but what the, what we lacked and they had was a team game. When when Giroud was you know strolling through the field, it was I don't know Calabria scoring a goal. It was Theo Hernandez doing his magic. It was I don't know they, them scoring a free kick. Is them fucking Selemaker scoring assisting goals? Is them exactly uh, you bringing up you bringing up episodes that happened throughout the season, but. Again, don't you think I'm they not, were the best season throughout the season last season? Like, I don't. You I think Inter was don't. better than Milan throughout the season? I believe so. Yeah, I, and I believe with, that we we shot ourselves in the months. foot. Huh? Without a win in two months. Yes, I believe that. Six months. Milan did about I, the same I, I, thing I, around that time. They went like months without scoring more than one goal. Bro, listen, man. <laughs> That's what champions do. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Not as much. And looking at the Why beginning of their. Wins? Looking at the beginning of their season, it's Udinese, Atalanta, Bologna, Sassuolo, then Mike, us. They have a much, they have a slightly tougher start than we do. So, I mean, I think the schedule. We shouldn't give a fuck about the schedule because last season when we spoke about you know Milan, there's a chance of Milan dropping points here, here, and there. When they went on field, and they were like, "Oh, we are in first place. We're not fucking dropping points." They were beating Atlanta with a full team. They were beating Lazio with a full team. They had an injury to uh, Teo. They, they, uh, they were playing without Teo because of suspension. They were playing without Leao. And they had players scoring goals. They won the league. I mean, that, that, like, that happens to every team. Every team misses players, have to play without players, and all of that stuff. Like, yeah, bro, listen, let, let's just agree to disagree on that one because you, you're not going to convince me and I'm not going to convince you, but... Like we could agree to this and just move on. Okay, like I'm, I'm, it's all, it's all good with me. I'm just saying, Inter, if if Inter's best player, Inbaku, doesn't play, Inter are not winning that game. At least in the I'm talking about contest season when we won the league. Yeah, but if he's not playing, he we were struggling as far. What are you but saying when, now, bro? I'm just saying Miller. Are better as a team, as a unit. They are uh, washing your, paper, and no one. In your opinion, them. they just want to lose. I respect, I respect your opinion. All right. Um, do we <laughs> want to do comments after all this? Good God. Um, 
Yeah, let's head into some comments. Let's see what we can find. Um, Mattia, I think we're going to lose to Juve. I know he is Serbian, and Kostic just going to Juve. Um, Vlaovic at Juve. It's already there, yeah. Yeah. So we might lose Mattia this season, but I hope you're still tuning in. <laughs> um, let's see. Hector says that he's glad that Inter is being underestimated by some. I'm doing my own underestimation because I would rather be surprised than disappointed. Uh, mm. That's just oh. that's just how it sits that's better funny. for me. Um, let's see. Uh, Indra Hari said the preseason's not that bad. Not as bad as when we lost to Tottenham 6-1. And oh, man. Left right after. With yeah, the- he left right after. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, when right. the, that's when DeBoer came, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the DeBoer season. Um, I said the other day, I don't know if I was just getting down on the way things have looked, but I felt like this first match away at Lecce could be a, um, be a DeBoer first match away at Kievo type of <laughs> issue. If everything still feels as lackadaisical as it felt at times in the preseason, but I think there are other extenuating circumstances that aren't present this time than there were mm-hmm. in no, 2016. I don't, I don't know, Mikey. If we can't, if we can't beat a team that just came up from Serie B, first match of the season, then there's something. There's there's an issue. Like with the whole being being ready, being pumped, being pumped for the season, being pumped to to prove yourself wrong, and um actually actually. Get get this get that second start and then you just not not win that game. That's you listen. That's the least of my worry right now. Uh, I hope I hope I, I don't look bad for it, but to me it's a matter of by how many goals we're gonna win because I feel like we're gonna we're gonna be in easily. This is a question I like a lot from Fern. It says, out of the ten, how much emphasis are you putting on the Champions League this year? I mean, I, f- I feel like just like last year. Is that a zero last- or a three from y'all? That could be either. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we got zeros on Ristoni inside. Um, I- I'm not sure like what he means by emphasis. Like, uh, are we gonna prioritize the CL over what over the league or something like that? Um, that I guess means? for sake of putting a label on it. Um how much if we don't get out of the first round are you disappointed mm. um no absolutely i mean it's, it's a step back if if we don't get out of the first round do you want to go deeper than last season or would the yeah. same would the same outcome be satisfactory no i want to take a step forward um so I, I i want us to make the quarters but um i think that we're gonna prioritize it well we're, we're gonna treat it with 10 with 10 out of 10 respect just like we did last year i feel like a lot of times for example um the liverpool matches um we we we, we what is it i expected I nothing i'm still let down <laughs> that's how her still feels about it who's that do, do we from Malcolm in the middle yeah. i yep. love that show <laughs> but um what was i saying again <laughs> I don't he know my lose, whole concentration lose. too. Yeah, yeah, I know you want to take player. a you want Inter to take a step forward. Um Yeah, yeah. Um like I was saying the Liverpool matches, I feel like we, we might have lost the season there, lost the scudetto there, you know, because we we were 
trying our best. And I think after those matches, after after one of the matches we lost to Bologna, we lost to uh, Sassuolo, and then we drew um, Genoa. I feel like that's probably why we went and added Aslani and Mkhitaryan, because when we had Barella injured, we had to play Vidal there. Vecino played some minutes that game too. So I feel like we're going to give Alexis it full Sanchez respect. Alexis Sanchez. Card. Oh, that red card. I forgot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, f- I feel like we're going to give it as much respect as we can. We're going to put our best foot forward and see whatever happens. Now, we're not expecting to win anything. I'm not expecting to to, to go into the, the, semif- the semifinals or the finals, but I'd be cool with a with a quarterfinal, seeing that we're still progressing towards it. Yeah, depending on the draw and stuff, you know, it's it's all luck. Also true. Also true. For me, um, I want a good UCL campaign. I guess I would put um, a six or a seven on it, maybe even an eight, just because of the financial situation that the club finds itself mm-hmm. in yet again. Um, What's that's a good a UCL campaign for you? Um. A quarterfinal. I want something where you have multiple knockout rounds. You're getting the knockout round money. You're getting your wins. You're getting that little bit extra money in the group stages. You're getting more tickets at the gate because you have two more matches. Um, I think this team needs that. Um, With the way that um, management is still demanding money just for the team to do anything, you're gonna have yeah. to get money wherever you can get it. You gotta go shake some couch cushions. <laughs> if, that's, if that's prioritizing the Champions League um, at the expense of uh, maybe a league match or two, I, I think you have to do it at this point to keep things stable, which yeah. is a bad place to be. That's kind of perilous. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not a financial expert. I mean, by any means, but it would help. It would it would be a nice little cushion. In which spot are we in? The third. Third part, oh, yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, so, so that should, means that we have two tough teams in our Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to watch. We'll have to do some pot watching um here soon. Cause I know the knockout, I mean not knockouts, qualifiers are happening right now. So as that comes closer, we'll have to get in depth on that to really really yeah. make a decision. We're doing life on the draw if if you're all available. I mean we'll see. Uh, it's just tough. It's the middle of the day here. When is it usually um, the draw? Yeah. When, it's usually when? like 11 a.m., 12 a.m. Eastern. No, I'm saying when is, is is it September? Is it? Uh, let's see. I think in August. At the end of the month. I think in the end, end of, of this month. End of end of uh, August usually. Yeah, there's another playoff round. Um, a few teams are decided for that. The, that ends on the 24th of August. I imagine 25th, 26th is where you get your you draw. Your draw. That makes sense. Yeah, 26 probably because it's like the Friday after the last round of the qualifiers. Yeah, yeah, that um, was a good question though. That was a good question. Shout out Fern. Um, I, I really would, like, that one. What was that? That was an indoor arena asset. Uh, it was Fern. Fern, what's up, Fern? Um, I would like us to progress uh, further, but you know, uh, the depth that Ian mentioned previously. Is what can fuck us over because depth is everything in the Champions League and going for a long run. Um, it all depends. Like the, the this season is is a very weird one because you have uh, a mid-season World Cup, you have a transfer period, and then after like a month after the transfer period ends, you have the the knockout round, 
and we have the third part, which is very uh, suspicious because you have two two other teams that will be like very tough. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think Inter will prioritize. I think the the focus will be on the league and to get the Champions League once again to be consistent in it. I would like us to progress and do be, do good, but realistically. Um, it's a very tough, uh, tough task in front of us. Yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel like um, it depends on on the draw uh, a lot because last year um, the first draw we got Ajax. I feel like had we had we had we stuck to that and then not and and we didn't go through, we, we would have been a little disappointed, right? But and yep. and but in the end they ended up doing it again, and we ended up with Liverpool. We went out, but we weren't. If anything, most of us were saying, yeah, we beat them in infield. We're proud with this, with that. We showed what we can do, you know? So I guess it does depend on who you face. You know, if we fuck around and get a Man City or something like that in, in the eighth, um, in a round of 16th, I'm sure we could, we, we're going to, we're going to temper our expectations as opposed to if we get a weaker team, you know? Yeah. Um, Ian, what do you think? Alpha and the hot take. Either uh, go all out on UCL or go all out on the league. I don't think with the lack of depth that we have and the upside of playing that many matches just aren't aren't as big as the downside. Um, either go all in on one or the other. Uh, the UCL money is great, but is it really worth risking our players in a season where we already don't have depth and already have um, God knows how many matches to play uh, in, in a short succession of time to do that even more? And I mean, it's all, it all depends on the luck of the draw. So I guess we can like reassess this in January. Depends on how it goes. But right now, I could care less if we finish fourth or first, honestly. Well, really? Because Fair. at the end of the day, next summer, we will have to sell someone. I don't think making it further in the UCL by two games is going to, to make much difference. It won't erase so. it, not by any means. I know 60 million is the number right now, and there's a question mm. that I'll just kind of incorporate into this because I know we're going to hear it until the end. Um, it was Matt Maybe if we don't sell anybody by summer, how do we get 60 million by June? I think what UCL could maybe put a small dent into that, not maybe more than what, like 10, but by then maybe that helps. I don't know. Yeah. I don't Maybe know, man. It's the, like, what? Yeah. Come on, so we're not gonna. I mean, you can win the Champions League. I don't think we are, but bro, <laughs> after Tottenham uh, reached the finals, I think we can believe in everything. Like, I don't expect much from everyone. You don't even believe in be a lucky. Scudetto this season, bro. Today is more likely to be won than fucking one on one. We can beat anyone. <laughs> Christo That's what I wanted to say. The whole season, and then things are gonna win the Champions League. Bro, watch us, you know, shitting our way into the semifinal, and All right, holding it to it. And a fucking uh, penalty. Uh, I'll, I'll subscribe to that. Like the people <laughs> listening to this should subscribe to our YouTube. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, subscribe wherever you're listening. If it's audio, um, uh, subscribe however you do that as well. Um, I will leave this to last comments, and then we'll get out of here. Um, I'll start with you, Dave. Um, what do you? What are your? What, what do you want to say before the season starts? 
Well, first, it was a fun episode. I'm glad we were able to get all four of us here. Um, <clears throat> and um, what I want to say is, like, what episode is this? Episode 95. I'm going to write it down, and I'm going to go back and clip it myself. I'm not even going to ask Ian to clip it for me because I know that my boys are going to prove me right. We're going to start the season on fire, and then we're going to get our second star back. I say it again. Y'all could laugh at me. I hope so. Laugh all, laugh all you want. I'm just laugh happy. All you want. I'm just happy. Who's laughing now? Huh? <laughs> that's that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> Yo, but like, if we don't start uh, the season by with like a three three out of four wins against literal Serie B opponents, yeah. we are fucked. Is all I I'm agree. Gonna say. I agree. So, if and we to me, to- that's that's. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, I guess that's why I'm, I'm so confident. It's like I feel like it's like an ex- almost an extension to the preseason, almost. You know, I don't want to be dis- disrespectful to those teams, but, like, it's a big level between um, Serie B and Serie A. So those teams, you should be able to beat them, you know, and then get, you, get your shit going on and then hit the ground running. So, yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why I feel confident about the season. We're starting slow, and I feel like, the kinks that we need to work out, we're going to work them out in that month. Yeah, I mean, there's a big difference between who we've been playing and these teams. And usually we're playing teams that are about Serie B level the past few years. So I think we got used to that, as I mentioned last episode. Yeah. But if we win the Scudetto, does Risto shave his head? Oh, I'm, yeah, let's 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 do a little friendly brothers of the world rage wager. I like how you're going there, Mikey. No, um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not. I'm, I'm just pulling I, that out. I usually, kicks, but, I, I usually um, go for eyebrows, but I'll I'll take yo, a shave head. We had a we had a um, uh, a brothers of the, brothers of the world uh, league on Kickest, and uh, someone finished first, someone finished last. Uh, it just goes to show who's good at predictions. I, me, surprise, surprise. Um, I wasn't in that. You guys didn't invite me in that. Yeah, what about years ago? might have just won the prim one. Like, uh, we can make a league. We can create a league and do better in there. Because here you can say whatever you want to say. Do I believe in Roma? Fuck no. Do I believe in Mourinho? Fuck no. Do I believe in Inter? No. Do I believe anyone? No. I only believe Mike and maybe Dave sometimes. Not you, believe in Mil- you believe yeah, in me, yeah. Milan. You believe in Milan. But yeah. what we can do is, <laughs> is create a league. I'll set the league up, I don't know, tomorrow. We will have all our teams and do Let's weekly do updates. Let's do we, it. And we can do bet. Like, what's the ideal bet? Uh, um, so I'm, I'm not sure if I want to attest to anything on I'm not, I'm not willing to cut my hair and I'm trying to grow my hair out a little bit, so I'm I'm not putting that out I'm, there. I'm, this will be a discussion. I'm, this will be a discussion for the chat and we'll we'll come out with we'll come out with deliberations. Can do, can do. All right. Um Ian, any last words? He's been ready for he's been ready for that last word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Usually Chris does the depressing one. I'll be at this time. I am not Jesus enthusiastic Christ. about the season. I am not excited. Boo this I- man! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> the season starts on Sunday. Um, <laughs> it's 
Sure. As long as D'Ambrosio scores, I'm good. You see? Agendas. Agendas above all. Uh, uh, for me, I don't really have too much to say. I guess let's uh, let's have it at this point. I mean, we can't stop it. I'm not going to not watch it. I can't not watch it. So here we go again. Um, thanks, everyone, for um, tuning in for however long you've tuned in. I uh, see 10 have made it to the end. You're absolute troopers. Um, shout out to all you guys, Fern, Mo, Indrahari, uh, Mattia, everyone else. I'm just scrolling really quickly. Oops, I didn't click that. But yeah, thanks, everyone. Uh, we'll be back again soon. We'll get into a regular schedule, and we will see you after Leche. Follow us on Twitter as well. Uh, follow you or follow the on YouTube. Us. Don't forget the outro. <laughs> yeah, follow Brothers of the World on whatever you follow Brothers of the World on, and we'll see you all later. Um, we are also on Only ha- OnlyFans. See ya. Christo's on OnlyFans, so we, I'm going to get out of here before he says anything worse. <laughs>